Hey, what's this? What about our life? Is it that bad? No, what about our life with Chris and Will? Oh, the show that gets you talking. Yeah, and these two haven't stopped talking for three seasons. <laughs> what do you call an alligator detective? What? An investigator. <laughs> okay, buddy. Hello, how are you? Hi! Welcome to another great episode of What About Our Life with Chris and Will. This week, you know what? We are talking about Hollywood and Hollywood assistants. Ooh, now this is really interesting. <laughs> yes, yes. And you know what? I say this week, but it should be this episode because I think we have multiple episodes coming yeah. on this week. Yeah. So it's this episode that we're going to be talking about. Hollywood and Hollywood assistants, which is great because we've been an assistant and we have an assistant, so it's, we kind of know the best of both worlds. So let's kind of go in it. But first, let's go into the Chris Will Studios. We really don't talk much about the Chris Will Studios. Yeah. And we really don't. We I don't know if we've really talked about them at all, to be honest with you. Um, you know what? Let's go into how we started recording Oh my gosh, yes, yes, yes. Our very first episode, we actually, <laughs> our very first episode that we recorded, we actually recorded it on a phone. Mm -hmm. Yes, it turned out to be very good. And then it's, we got switched to um, the studio. Yes, oh, So yes. we started recording for a studio. The first season actually was recorded in a studio. I wanna say the first two seasons. Yes, yeah. yes, that's No, right. actually, well, no. Well, no, no. First season was completely at uh, in a studio in Louisiana. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Completely in a studio in Louisiana. And then season two, when we ran into season two, we actually moved to Florida, was in a specialty studio before pandemic. That's right. Yeah. And then continued on uh, doing, uh, we, we, had, we were forced to set up a, build a studio within our home. So we ended up taking one of the rooms of our house and actually turning it into a full-fledged studio mm -hmm. with all the great equipment that was sent to us that we get to keep forever and yes. ever and ever. And that's what we've been doing ever since. You know, it's really interesting about the setup of the studio in our place because it's like you have all this equipment and then you have like, you know, when you go into those, I don't know if it's soundproof, but you know, you have like, when you go into a sound booth and you have all that stuff on the wall, it's just kind of cool because like you can talk and it totally just like filters yeah. out. like. And we have the pads on the wall, believe yeah. it or not. Uh -huh. We do, we yep. do, yeah. and it's, yeah. it's very nice, mm -hmm. very nice. And to answer your question, no, we have not recorded any of our sessions or interviews naked. <laughs> or half naked. Not a Zoom no, call. No. Not, not even a Zoom call. No. No, no, we haven't done that. We, uh -uh. Have, we always get we dressed. We always get dressed. Yes. Um, and there's a reason for that mm -hmm. because usually after we get dressed, uh, we usually leave afterwards. Mm -hmm. Another thing of it is, is sometimes we have our staff with us and sometimes we have a team that's with us that are also uh, in the the studio with us so we can't necessarily i don't necessarily think they want to see us naked well, or yeah us half naked. but also i think like for myself and i'm pretty sure you agree but you know when we were recording in the studio yes we were dressed and ready to go but there's because you're in your own place you know like me getting dressed it's like me going into the studio yeah. like you put your studio you know energy in and do then, we do we miss the studio? Yes, yes we yes. do. We do, but we're satisfied with what we're doing right now because it helps with scheduling. Mm -hmm. um, it's much easier to be able to be at your office at the same time that you're recording because then, in some cases, before we had to leave, we had to get dressed, we right. had to be, we had to be gone. Then we had to go to wherever the location was. Mm -hmm. We had to have our meetings, and then so it would be. It, you would make a day out of it. Whereas here, we kind of spread all that out, so we really don't make a day out of it. Right. And it's funny because when interviews come in or we're adjusting interviews, uh, we do still say, have the same schedule that we have before, where we have specific days that we are in the studio recording and specific times, so yes. everything is designated within that time. Mm -hmm. Because when we do our daily schedule for other stuff, we don't have to work around interviews. Sometimes we're flexible and we are, we do, 
But uh, when we set it, like, for example, when we, we tell, when we were scheduling interviews, we always say that we're in the studio on Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. That's right. Mm-hmm. And generally, we are recording between 1 and 6 o'clock that uh-huh. day. Yep. Now, that also means we can do commentary that day. We can do a whole show that day, depending on what is planned. So when we set up interviews, we give them those options and say, okay, this is when we're in the studio. This is the availability of that and so forth. So it really helps with celebrities' teams mm-hmm. and their schedules. So then they get to pick dates that we have on our calendar that's available. Right. Yes. Yes. Never thought in a million years <laughs> that we would be having a schedule that would yeah. require people to pick different times like they're in the doctor's office. Never thought that would happen. <laughs> Never thought that would happen. But now... But it's neat, though. I mean, it's just kind of like... It does make you feel good. Yeah, it does. It really does kind of make you feel good. And with all the new ideas and changes and stuff coming that we're working on that that gets delayed and sometimes... You know, it's exciting because there's a lot of planning and a lot of stuff going on. And we do have a lot of projects going. And with the holidays coming up, I think this is going to, the holidays is going to be the biggest parts of our year because Mm -hmm. we are really going out with a bang for the last two months of the year. So, so at the end of the day, and of course, that'll be another episode where we announce Mm -hmm. everything. But, um, but yeah, it's exciting. It's very exciting. But uh, of course, we have to have a schedule to, balance it out the difference of it is is just the feel that's really all it is yeah it's just the feel the studio equipment's all the same we all use the same technology now oh yeah and it's not like the old radio stations and the old studios where Where you go in and you have the big machines and everything it's not like that all of our studio setups are the same Uh the difference of it is is one could possibly be in a building and one is at home yeah. And that's really the difference of it is all the setups are soundproof. Everything is there. Mm-hmm. That's the only difference of it is. And in some cases, not all the time, you have a full staff in the studio with you from technicians to to sometimes you don't. Sometimes it's all done via satellite. Right. It's all done online and it's all adjusted from that point. So that is your, your differences. Recording studio types, again, they're all the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the same. The te- technology's grown so much that, you know. It's neat to look at, though. I yeah. will say, though. I mean, and even, you know, from equipment over, you know, the years and how it is today, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's. it's I don't know how to describe it. I think it's, it's like a little kid just going into a, into a shop and just saying, Ooh, look at that. That's yeah. neat. And, you know, in our studio now is, of course, our office. Um, this is where we do all of our business office and business meetings. It is also equipped for filming. We do uh-huh. filming in here as well. Yeah. We have full-fledged production equipment that we do for uh, video recording, for film recording, uh, and all kinds of different things. Uh-huh. And we, we have the whole editing setup. We even have all of our puppets for one of our shows that we're doing. So we do a lot of projects here in the studio that makes it almost a double, a, a triple, a recording studio, an office, and a soundstage. But you know, it's interesting you bring that up because you know we've turned this room, so to speak, into our studio, our office, our recording facility, and you know it's just like, who would have thought that just how long a while back that it was just a room and now there's so much energy there's so much magic there's so much excitement and um creativity yeah in this in this in this room if you want to call it that the studio you know it's like this is where it's at and And i like it because i could come in here at three or four o'clock in the morning and work on stuff and have not a soul in sight and the beauty part of it is, is we're at the height of our building of where we live in. Actually, we call it our house. But we are on the very top floor, and our studio faces the lake and yes. the trees oh. that are surrounding the lake. Yes. So we have that, that, that breeze and that, just that beautiful view. And we've done a lot of different interviews that people were interviewing us where we would go in our own living room and the backdrop is just so beautiful yeah. because of all the plants and the trees that are outside. Um, you know, so 
it's it's really great. We actually, it, I enjoy it because yeah. it's flexible with it. And of course, our staff comes here right now. Um, our staff is working from home. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're hoping to change that very soon. But um, yeah, our staff, why is our staff so important? Let me tell you, I, I could, I can't, I used to be able to balance the schedule myself. But now that I've got so much going on, I can't. And so I have literally four different calendars all over the place that remind me. I have it on my phone, in my computer, on the wall, at my desk. Everywhere you turn, there's a calendar. And they're all updated the same thing. And somebody's like, why do you have so many calendars? Because I have to have it where I'm going to see it. Mm -hmm. I have to have it where I'm going to be because I will forget what is going on? And I have to be reminded sometimes, <laughs> oh, you have a meeting at such and such time. More than once. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you. I for- completely forgot about that. But- I have had conference calls with celebrities that would have to call me 10 minutes later and say, hey, aren't we supposed to be in a conference call? Oh, crap. Okay. I'm but, jumping on phone. Know, the thing is, even though you get the notifications on the phone, I mean, it's like, because there's an option on our phones where it's like it gives you an alert an hour before or a day before or things like that. But I think because there's a lot, like so many notifications that, you know what, sometimes it just all... Yeah, well, we got a lot going on. Yeah. And we have a staff for a lot of different places. And, um, you know, we have an operations staff. We have our our, our assistant ourselves. Uh, we have a creative team. We have a lot of different people mm-hmm. that we work with. And, you know, they all each have individual responsibilities. And sometimes we all have to share those responsibilities because there's a lot going on. Yeah. There really is a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Speaking of assistance, let's talk about that for a little bit. <laughs> um, <clears throat> we used to be, in, well, I used to be an assistant. I assisted, I was a personal assistant to several different celebrities. I can't name their names. Right. But I can tell you that... Um, it is basically you are there. <laughs> how the best way to put yes, it? Yes, that's because I could say you something are like. your they you you know I don't, I'm just gonna say it. You're their bitch. I was going to say guinea pig, but yeah. No, you're, you're, I, that's, that's the, but you, you are their bitch. I mean, at <laughs> the end of the day, you are their bitch. You are lighting up their flames while they sit there and watch you just burn. That's exactly what it is. It can be a wonderful day and you can get along and, and just have the greatest time in your, of their, of your life. And then the next day they're blaming you because their underwear didn't get washed. I don't know. I never did. Uh, clothes for assistance and I, I would never let my okay, assistants touch my clothes but it, I'm just saying they will make you do things that you're like sitting there going bitch go do it yourself well I do recall I won't mention any any uh, names or you know productions or stuff but I do recall where Chris came home one time and he was just like you will not imagine the day that I had and he just went through this list of stuff and I was just getting, I felt his, not only his frustration, but where he was coming a, from. And I'm like, you, it's just you annoying. put up with that? Like, it's seriously? Just, it's just annoying. <laughs> I mean, there are limits to what I will allow my assistants that we've had in the past or even now do. There are limits that yes, I will let them yes. do. Only because I have to have personal private space and I have, to, and sometimes that does include items. And I feel yeah. if somebody <laughs> is going and touching an item or rearranging an item, now that has been invaded. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, so I have, uh, yeah, so I have those limits with it. As far as us having assistance, oh, my gosh, we've gone through a few. Um, mm-hmm. Again, can't name names, so I'm not, um, but I'm just going to say we've had assistants that didn't know how to use Google. Google. <laughs> She didn't know how to use YouTube. Sorry. She didn't know how to do research. Oh, yes. And yet she had a college degree. Yeah. She had a college degree, ladies and gentlemen. And I swear to you not, I'm sitting there scratching my head and saying, huh, all right. Sure, that gives credentials to any university. I mean, I've said it before. Anybody can go get a college degree nowadays. And, you know, and we've worked with people before that have these great college degrees in publicity that have gone to the top universities in the country 
and they turn around and then and and you're like wow mm -hmm. we had one person we hired that sat there and said oh i gotta go get my mama to help me work on this project dude you got a bachelor's degree in publicity and you gotta go ask your mama how to do work for you yeah the hell is that shit so you know anyway so anyway <laughs> but i think the point that where <coughs> excuse me i'm still having that these these <sighs> I'm having a willy hairball in my Haha, <laughs> real funny. But anyway. I think the point what we're trying to make is is that a degree does not substitute for um, uh, some experiences that can, um, some experiences that can help the person that. A degree can't make you smarter. Let me just put it to you okay. that way. Yeah, let's put it like you that. know what? If you if you're just if you're that dumb, then you're just that dumb. I mean, at the end of the day, that was a good example. I hate to say that, and don't yeah. like to label people uh, like yeah, that. Yeah. But most of the encounters we had, they've usually presented themselves in such such a certain way that you're just scratching your head and saying, mm, "I don't know how you got that far." And that's probably why we like older people in our staff, because. The older generations well, seem to comes, have a better brain. Well, than that comes with some experience and some wisdom. In theory, yeah. yes, you would think. Um, but um, but anyway, but our assistant that we have now, we like her. Yes, we've known her for several years. The only thing, and if she listens to this, the only thing that that um, I think kind of bothers us with this relationship is the fact that friendship started before she got in the yeah. business with us, and knowing how how this business really works that sometimes you feel bad because you you don't you know you don't want to lose that relationship that you had that's why you usually don't hire friends and stuff like that but she's very good she's very prompt she's very she's very to it you know you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying yep that's the only thing that I that not that i'm saying that anything can happen but in this business you just don't know well there's a lot of i don't want to say unknowns but there can be something at any moment, and you have to be uh, swift on your logic. Yeah, you logics. do. You do. And you have to pick your priorities. Yes. And, and with this business, is it's really important that you do. Because, again, at the end of the day, everything that you do in this business is an investment. Yes. And it turns into an investment at, at the beginning. And, you know, my staff works very hard. My assistant works very hard. She's very prompt in doing what we've been asking her to do. And so she's been wonderful. She's been the best one we've had thus far. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, you know, it's it's hard to work with a, a previous friend because you don't you 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 always worry about that relationship in a sense. But mm -hmm. um, you know, hey, it is what it is, and we always got to remember what um, you know. We always got to remember Chris and Will and how it revolved and so forth and yeah. i know she understands that mm -hmm. i know she does but in any sense <laughs> there's a reason we're bringing this we're, up there's a reason yes. why we're bringing this up because there is this wonderful short film yes that streams on argo uh it's called bad assistant now we have had bad assistants but not like this yeah absolutely not like this and clearly the assistant we have now is not a bad assistant <laughs> right, so yes. you know we're kind of we're, we're kind of wonderful about that but um it's basically a movie it's a short film directed by kyle uh, is that kyle kogan yes i think so pardon me kyle if i can't say your last name <laughs> so sorry anyway um it's a story about how a manip God, what? Manipulative. I can't talk. This hairball is just, just twitching and, and you know. <laughs> Manipulative. <clears throat> Never have sex before recording, just just so you know. Not that we did. I just pretended. But anyway. Um, <laughs> a manipulative boss pushes his assistant to her limits. Oh, yeah. It's a uh, short film by Rachel Foreman and, of course, Paige Clone. They both wrote it and produced it. Uh, stars Paige Clone and... Jason Schwartzman. Yeah. Yes. And it, it, of course, is on Argo Streaming. It's featured at L.A. Shorts International Film Festival, Manchester Film Festival, Santa Barbara International Film Festival, just to name a few. Mm -hmm. It is a wonderful film. We got the privilege to watch it. Yes. Uh, it was so exciting to the oh. point that we were like, I was like, I hope my assistant never watches this. Yeah, yeah. And if she does, I will point blank sit. I would laugh to see what she would say her limits would <laughs> oh be. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yes. But um, but anyway, so that's the feature film we're talking about today. And on our show today, we have 
Paige Clone and Rachel Foreman Yay, together. Yes. Together. I'm so happy about that. It's like a date. Yeah. <laughs> it's a date date. It's a date date. It's a date date. That's what it is. It's a date date. Yep. We're all going on a date date with Paige and Rachel. Mm. Yes, aren't you excited? I find that so hysterical. Aren't you excited? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay, yes. Okay, they are industry writers and producers. Both producers. Producers. I've been wearing the mask too long. Both produced the feature film short, Bad Assistant. Now on Argo streaming platform. I can't talk. I'm telling you, I can't. Take a deep breath. Paige is actually Jason's personal assistant. I had to, when I read this, we I had, had to, to do a double take. I had to do a double take yeah. on that. And I had to sit there and, and go scratch my head and say, really? 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 Until she, you know, it kind of came up that she told us that it really happened. She really is. And I'm just like, oh. Yeah, she's wonderful. I love uh, a yes. great assistant. She's so much fun. Mm-hmm. Both of them were, are so much fun. And uh, we we really enjoy our conversations yes, with them. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so you know what? I got to stop talking. And I got to go on this date date. <laughs> God. So, yeah. So. <laughs> well, it's that. Okay. So if there's a regular date and there's a date date. I've never been on a date date. I've always been on dates, but I've never been on date dates. And then it must have been really good. I don't know why we're going in this direction. (laughs) But you know, when I I started dating, I always had the mentality of what my sisters had is, oh, well, as long as they're paying for dinner. So I demanded that. Yes. I had a guy that asked me out and I said, oh, are you buying me dinner? And he took me to the most prestigious restaurant. And that was it. We had... One day, one night, and it was, we didn't even have sex. The dinner was so fulfilling, and we were so into each other that we didn't talk to each other at the end of it. But I got a free meal. I got a free freaking steak. I was so happy with it. Wow. Since then, nobody's bought me dinner since. (laughs) So, anyway. So, yeah, so we are looking forward to having... Paige and Rachel on our show. So sit back, relax. Paige Clone and Rachel Foreman are coming up next. Chris and Will introducing you to an amazing getaway. For the first time, we both treated ourselves to a day of pampering. If you're in the Tampa, Florida area, then please make sure to treat your own self to a day like we did at Spa Nirvana, a sanctuary for face and body, a spa day for men and women. The staff is so friendly, the place is clean, looks amazing, and the best of it, they're following the safety guidelines during these current times. Truly a professional environment. The cost isn't bad neither. Make your appointment today. Imagine a day where you can get the most incredible stress-free relaxing massage, body work, facial rejuvenation, and microdermabrasion. They have so much more to offer, including their signature facial services, including an aluminum oxide-free crystal microdermabrasion facial, the lifting facial of mature skin, and the most comprehensive purifying deep cleansing facial. Plus, you just can't beat the environment of soothing music healthy snacks and drinks, and you just have to see it for yourself. Guys, it's totally worth it. This is a weekly thing for us now, and I can't wait to go again. This is a Chris Will Highly recommendation. SpaNirvana.com is the website. You can go to ChrisandWill.com for the link as well. Spa Nirvana, 811 Court Street, Clearwater, Florida, 33756. Call 727-447-7546 to make your appointment today. Services are by appointment only and they are filling up fast. So treat yourself, your inner self, to a vacation day at Spa Nirvana. Hey fans, we all love some good music. A variety of music. What if we could bring Chris Will Studios to you 24-7? That's a long work schedule. Maybe, but you know, we just might have it. The best variety of music from multiple decades live on your phone 24-7 with our Gay Orlando Live online radio station. Better known as Go Live. Download the TuneIn app and search for Go Live or go to chrisandwill.com for more info. So, tune, tune in. in. 24-7 worldwide. Feel the hits. Go live.
are honored to welcome Paige Clone and Rachel Foreman. Thank you guys so much for being on the show. We are very excited to have you both on our lovely yeah. iHeart show. Yes. And, and I have to say, uh, both of you have put your hands in multiple different fields. I saw that one from um, uh, you've uh, assisting to designing mm -hmm. to uh, to performing and writing, and it's actually pretty incredible. So I guess tell me how you guys got started before we go right into your new project. Oh well, Paige and I met probably a decade ago in a comedy class, uh, uh -huh. Upright Citizens Brigade. A lot of people know it for improv sketch. We met in an improv class. And, um, yeah, we've been collaborating ever since. Very nice. Very, very, yes. very nice. I, I, I kind of courted I kind of courted Paige. Yeah, she forced uh, me to be your friend at first. Uh, yeah. I, I found out how to work it. I was very um, aloof in, uh -huh. in, in improv class and wasn't there to make friends so I would just like quickly leave after class uh -huh. and Rachel said that she thought I was very cool so she because that shows a lot about my attachment style uh -huh. <laughs> so I'm like oh the one who doesn't want to talk to me and doesn't want attention and yeah uh -huh. I can make them be my friends oh that's <laughs> so unique that you know what I don't know if I would personally uh, hate you, or personally like you, or personally love you. I, that's that's yeah. That's, that's well, a, we'll find out in this interview. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so far we love you both. Yes, but, yes. but you know, um, getting somebody to come out of their shell when they really don't want to—that's a task in itself. So mm -hmm. I guess you were meant to be a writer then. Yes. <laughs> Rachel and I's friendship is a love story, definitely. Absolutely. I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a marriage for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, my first wife. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's great. Well, I before we go into that, I, I do have to ask a question. You both did improv. Is improv hard to learn? Just curious. Life is improvised. This conversation's improvised, so it's not hard to learn. It's just depending on how you feel comfortable being in front of people or not. Oh, wow. I think it's a very, like, accessible form of comedy. But I do think when you get into, like, good, great improv, there is something that can't be taught. Yeah. There right. is just, like, an innate sort of quickness. Yeah, and just timing, yeah. understanding timing. Right, you know, right. it's interesting you bring that up, too. Would you say that's off of experience as well? Like, what you've both have gone through in life so far? Or would you say more is just something that's so intuitive that – you just go with it. I think that I was, because of my circumstances, I was made into a funny kid. Yeah, I agree for me. And mm -hmm. I think that as a young kid, just learning how to make adults laugh was mm -hmm. like my understanding of what comedy was. And you just, after a while, you just kind of like, I know when I say something in this tone or if I say something with taking a pause and say something crazy afterwards, it's gonna get a laugh. Right. And then you just kind of like hone it in. Uh -huh. And there's also like, Paige and I, we did improv for so long together and we are <clears throat> very different types of improvisers. Mm -hmm. And there's even this like, I don't know if people are still, still used all this, but like when we were coming up, there was this notion that in improv, there's pirates, robots, and ninjas. Yeah. Uh -huh. And like a pirate, Paige is a pirate. Uh -huh. Like a pirate comes out and is big and steals the scene <clears throat> and makes like, <clears throat> pardon me, bold choices. Uh -huh. And a robot is sort of like, they're not doing the big flashy moves, but they're keeping the scene alive and like, they're doing the story work. Yeah, like putting huh. on the breadcrumbs down, identifying who people are and the status and sort of resting the game and being the straight man maybe. And then the ninja is the person who just comes in and sort of like, says the one thing that ties it all together. They just have that, like, they have that perspective and that touch, and they're not always so big, but they get those, like, laughs. Wow, yeah. yes. And so I think I'm a, I'm a robot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and <Paige is> a <laughs> So, well, you who, know, who would you say your um, biggest comedian influencer would have be for each of you? I mean, 
I'm a Tina Fey girl, tried and true. Oh, but that's yes. the writer in me. You know? Yes, love I'm Tina. I'm just like Thirty Rock was my happy place, and um, yeah, she's my she's my she's my icon. I ha- I've had like dreams where I'm house sitting for her, like that. That's <laughs> so <laughs> funny. Just wants to be near her. So I'm guessing that um, Mean Girls is on your uh, playlist every day. Oh yeah. I have, I have enough time to watch that every day. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Paige? I don't know. Mine's harder. It's more of a. It's more for me, like a movie and like a setting. Like I love, like Spinal Tap and uh-huh. Beetlejuice were two movies that changed my life, and like wow. I tend to love that, like improv of. What's his name? What's the director? Christopher, Christopher Guest. Christopher Guest, like his um, take on things and his like improv and spontaneity and everything. And that's actually something Paige and I were just realized the other day that we both like, I grew up on Christopher Guest stuff too, because I think our parents did too. Yeah. And just yeah. Final Tap and A Mighty Wind and, uh, you know, Waiting for Guffman, like the best of the, the, best, or, of the best in shows. Yeah. The fucking, oh, sorry, I don't get concussed. The best of the best. No, you're good. It's fine, and, yeah. Um, Okay, and um, yeah, and like we didn't realize it was like one of those things where like oh we would have probably met each other at some point, and the reason we're drawn to each other is like very specific weird little absurd things that shaped our our yeah. brains early on. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. So have you? Not not that I'm going to promote them, but uh, uh, Universal. I don't know about over in Hollywood, but Universal's doing a Beetlejuice house for Halloween Horror Nights. I know. I know, but I'm too scared to go to. Yes. So I will not be able to see it. I'm a pussy and I can't do that. That's but so I funny. bet it's amazing. It's cute. It's I cute. Once, um, I once dragged Paige to a like a pumpkin patch that had a haunted house. Do <laughs> you remember this? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the most. What? Like. It was just the most like the string haunted house. Where in right by your old place in the valley, like on Lancashire. Oh yeah, that shit. <laughs> 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 so lame. Uh-huh. It was so lame. It was in It was like a couple of hay bales stacked up, and you walk through. But no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and there was one man there who was dressed in all red, but you could tell like did not take his job very seriously was like wearing an inside out like red t-shirt and you can still see the like writing on and some basketball shorts and like had his face painted red and at one point he just you walk by him and he hits a gong and that's the whole haunted house (laughs) wow this is why i get scared is because there was so many turns in that Uh. and you never know what's hiding behind a turn and they they could have something scary there that like freaks you out it's a little like What's behind the bedroom door? Yeah, and it's like, door. I don't know, because I've never been in it, so I don't know if someone's going to jump out at me. Once I was done with it, I was like, okay, it wasn't so bad, and I, I wouldn't want to do it again. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's so interesting, because that almost sounds like like me and Chris. I mean, like, I would be the one that's like, you go around the corner, I'm, I could get scared very easily. I mean, Chris took yeah. me to Halloween well, hard... So do I. And so I know that if I can handle it, it's not scary. Uh, yeah, but I know. I know it's all relative. It's all relative. <laughs> well, my thing of it is, is I like taking him to the places like that because he likes to run when he gets scared. So it's like sitting there watching popcorn, eating popcorn yeah, while they're chasing there. him all around the circle. And like, this is amusing. This is really funny. But he likes to take off running as if that's going to get rid of them. Um, you know, but isn't that one moment that you're just like, you're, you're like, okay, I'm going to go through this. I'm going to be strong, you know, and then bam, you're just like caught off guard. You're like, just like all those twists and turns. Uh huh. I was in high school. I was, I don't know if I've ever told you this story before. Um, but in high school I worked at the haunted house. I, I went to a theater high school. Uh-huh. So we got like weird like assignments where you they would be like go to go act in this um, haunted house and I 
was so terrified that they had to walk me to my room. Oh, my god! And I refused to walk anywhere else. And someone had to be with me at all times. <laughs> and I was like, I and, and I had a scary room. Like, I was scary. But I couldn't What was see. your room? What did you have to do? I was like an evil scientist and I was taking someone's brain. Oh. Yeah, so that was the first room in the whole in the whole thing. And it was like a story. <laughs> I love that you like had to be escorted to like just inside <laughs> the front door. <laughs> yeah, I was so terrified. And I would not go see the rest of the rooms because I would be doing my hair and makeup with everybody. And I'd be like, okay, so I know what the room, I know how spooky this, it is. I can't do it. Even if I know my friends are in it, I can't yep. do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so crazy. Yep. That's funny, though. Mm-hmm. That's so crazy. Well, let's talk about your film, which surprises me that you get scared so easily, but you did something like this. So, <laughs> so, so I'm intrigued. I guess I guess the turns you can't do, but picking up a, a dead body, you can. You're okay with picking up a dead I, body? I like spooky, and I like... Like Beetlejuice, like you know, it's like, yeah. like quirky but spooky. It's like a lively darkness. Yeah, yeah, I love dark comedy. I just love, and just one. I'm also just very obsessed with uh, it, death. I like a, a lot of my scripts have that. It's tied into it some way. Uh-huh. Um. So if that actually happened to me, I would be terrified though. Oh, oh, who yeah. wouldn't be? Oh, who yeah. would? I mean, it, it almost comes down to the question. Okay, um, please tell me how you thought of this concept because um, the, when we started watching it, <laughs> we we were like, okay. Um, the first thing we looked at each other said, please don't uh, let our assistant watch this. <laughs> Uh, you know, she's thankfully she's not here today. She yes. took the day off, so I, I know. Uh, you know, I I know no, she. You have to let her. Yeah. Because <laughs> because I don't know how her limits would be, and you almost would think that, you know, there every assistant has limits, but we haven't actually approached that yet. Not that we're planning on having any yeah. dead bodies in our yeah. house anytime soon, but um, you know, at well, the that's just that's it though. There's so much that's unspoken in this industry. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. You don't have, I mean, I remember years ago, Paige being like, we Hollywood needs an HR. Yes. Yeah. Oh gosh. I yes. think, so the story started because I have been, I've been in a personal assistant for the last 10 years, uh-huh. um, to several different, um, people who work in the industry and through all my experience and also hearing my friends experiences, and this was in the very beginning of my career. Like now it's different because I'm not 22 and I'm not naive anymore. Uh-huh. But there's this interesting part of your career when you first get out here, when you're 22, you're naive, you're trying your hardest to get inside and because you're, you're on the outside of it. Uh-huh. And you end up doing things that you wouldn't have thought year ago when you were in college that you would be doing and i think like and and that's like what it's pretty much about is like um yeah like learning learning where those boundaries are and a lot of the times you can figure that out after after you've crossed yeah yeah right right and well, it's not always something this big, but it, I think it, it's a similar feeling that you, we just, you know, heightened in the film where you don't want to say yes, but you don't know how to say no. Yeah. And also, like, now I'm in my point in my career where I have people who assist me. I have, like, PAs and stuff. And, like, uh-huh. now even as somebody who has some somebody who's working below me, like, I now see, like, oh, what it's like to have like a 21 year old who will literally do whatever they want for you because they just want that way in and yeah. mm-hmm. how you can use that. And it's, it's an interesting time in your life. And, um, and I think it's very interesting in the entertainment industry of just like getting started in this industry and what it looks like, what it really looks like. Right. Yes. Right. Well, you know, it's interesting. It's ironic you say that because uh, one of my uh, very first starts about well, um, fifteen something years ago, uh, when I was in Hollywood, was a personal assistant. Yeah. And I loved it. I really did love it. But at the same time, yeah. I hated it because 
He was he mm -hmm. was a great man, very talented. He could do anything that you wanted, but he was also that asshole that was so spoiled that you're sitting there going, you know what, you and you know, pardon my French, you know what, you'll fucker, get up and go get that shit yourself. You know, I'm already doing yes. this. You know, yeah, yes. it, it it was it, it was just like that, and he just didn't understand the concept it's like you know if it wasn't for me you'd probably be dead because you couldn't get out the front door without me <laughs> so right, yeah. so I yeah who i remember like a story from a while ago that she had to like drive across town to to buckle to clasp a bracelet for her boss oh my gosh. Wow. Crazy. like when you like people who get those bosses it's just like it's so hard to escape it and Obviously, I'm. I, I don't know if you know this, but I am Jason Schwartzman's assistant. I've been his assistant for six years, so oh, wow. I thank God I'm in a position now where I'm not being treated like that. Right. Yes. And um. Yeah. And on top of that, he's like, you know, leaning into your dreams and yeah. helping you bring this stuff to life. Yeah. yeah. So cool and such a like. That's that's what's really. I mean, just as an outsider looking at Paige and Jason's relationship, like. There's, there's a way, I think, and I saw this a lot, I PA'd for years and like on, on commercial shoots and it, it, you really saw this with PAs, like I felt like there's two types of PAs. There's the PAs who want to get above PA level so that they can shit on the other, the people below them. And uh -huh. there's the people who want to get to the next level so that they don't ever treat someone that way and they can like pull people up with them. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's just like such a, uh, it's really tricky as an assistant because you want to be pulled up by the person you're, you know, shadowing and, and, and working for and, and spending time with, but, but that doesn't always happen. It doesn't always happen. And, and the better you are at your job, the less incentive there is for that to happen mm -hmm. because you make yourself indispensable yeah. and you go in being like, if I could just prove how good I am, they'll reward me with something, you know, with some help or, you know, some, like a little, you know, just hug up the ladder and it's, yeah it's mm -hmm. a weird a weird dance yeah it's really weird well let me ask you this because uh, we get this question a lot yeah. whenever somebody finds out that we're that we've done assisting before for us it was all about being in the right place at the right time that somebody knew somebody that needed an assistant oh you want you need a job here take this one and you you mm -hmm. kind of just kind of goes from that point but would you say that that would be the only way that somebody becomes a hollywood assistant or how did you guys kind of get into the assistant business? Word of mouth. Well, yeah, that's kind of how I got. Yeah. yeah. Word of mouth. I mean, it's, and it's weird. Like my, I, so I like after PAing, I became a writer's assistant and that was like a shift for me. Cause I was, I was working in commercials. It's like just kind of crazy hours and it's, it's shorter timelines. But then because of that, you kind of are on that freelance grind and have a hard time saying no to any work and then you get overworked and and so I switched from that to a writer's assistant job that I found because of my little league t-ball coach wow. like knew someone who knew, you know was looking for an assistant on this on this kids animated show and so it's like that's why those like Paige and I went to one like networking event in LA and we both were like, oh, I hate this so much. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, we had that was back in the day for us too. And we yeah. I mean, we have a successful radio show. That's our claim of fame, I guess. But um and we have so many different projects for ourselves going in. And it was the the one thing is it's the same situation. We went through all this crap back in Hollywood because there's so much crap and you have to filter out the fake to the the real and yeah it was just like I yeah. you, you sit there and you go somebody asked us so well what was the biggest thing you did and I go well you do know that in Hollywood they pay for studio audiences right and they go oh no and I go <laughs> I go I go yeah Willie uh -huh. and I would go and want and be a studio audience and get paid for it just for money because you know that's that was an easy way to get money and then we'd get stuck in it because 
then if you got on that one show that kept going on and on and on and uh -huh. on and on, they kept calling you back <laughs> and you're like, this is great. But 10, 20, 10, 12 hours later, you're like, wait a minute, uh, this sucks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're like, this is actually jury duty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So they're like, oh, but that would be so much fun. I go, yeah, yeah. At the first time, yeah, fantastic. After yeah. that, no, you, you'll, you'll, you'll want to go find a job. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I did that once where I was like a studio audience, and I for sure I started having a panic attack after like hour six, and they're just giving you like candy. Oh yes. yes, I know, yes, I know. And then you couldn't win the prizes when they would give out audience prizes, and it's like you couldn't win them. And I'm like, well, that sucks. And they're like, yeah, but you're getting paid. And I'm go, well, not right at the second. You haven't paid me yet, so I want something to be excited about. So. Yeah. yeah, you're like, so I want a car. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it's just like, especially the price is right. And we would net when they would call us and ask us to go on the price is right, we'd said no. And they're like, why? And I go, because we can't play. We can't win the prizes. And they're like, that's all you care that's about? So I go, crazy. well, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's what price is right is all about. No, I'm passionate about sitting. Yeah, exactly. Uh -huh. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, so we, we feel you on that one. Uh -huh. So, so it's ironic because, I mean, I mean, this is like this film is like the real thing that you guys are. Uh, you're the assistant, and he's the uh, he's the boss, and it's just funny because the twist that you guys brought it to. I'm sitting it's here going, "It's so like, oh, funny. you idiot! Are you kidding me?" But <laughs> it's just it's like so it's very well put together yeah. and i'm pretty sure that there was a there was a good bit of thought that went into it but i'm pretty sure there was not much because it's real so it's very real so how were you were you able to keep a good composure as far as separating the real from the actual acting in this or did it just all come natural you just had this fake dead body that you just had to play around with well, it's, that's an interesting question. Um, the last scene we shot, or it wasn't the last scene we shot, but the, the last scene, that the last scene, yeah, in the, the last scene. The big the confrontation. That was where she kind of finally gives uh, Emily, the assistant, finally gives Parker her uh, boss a big piece yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That moment for me was very... Um, special for me because it was like I finally got to say what I wanted to say but I got to say it to somebody who was protecting me right because uh -huh. Jason is somebody who like he, he he's a big brother for me and uh -huh. it was like I finally got to be like these are all the this is the shit like the emotion and like everything I have gone through not only like with my assisting jobs but just like my career in general and just like all the shit that like you face in this career and especially as a woman and especially as a bigger woman because I, uh -huh. I am a bigger woman uh -huh. and so it was like all of these moments that it was like I finally get to say it and I get to say it to somebody who is going to receive it and like re actually receive it wow and it was a really emotional for me I, I was crying like I, I couldn't stop crying the first few takes and I was shaking and I just like it was just very emotional for me um, and it was like also a moment for me where I got to honestly like put stuff like take stuff off my shoulders and be like okay and now that story's done and now we get to move on from it and yeah that was a really special moment for me this is a really special day on set. Like there is just like there is just like yeah, it was fun energy. The energy it was amazing. There was this like you could hear a pin drop, and it was I think the final day of the shoot too, and it had been sort of a long and sort of tumultuous shoot, and it was yeah a really special moment. It's very interesting you bring that up because I almost felt like like um, I don't know how I would describe it, but not only the realness of it but what was going on in the in the film or whatnot and i like that you felt protected and you felt safe to say that you know because mm -hmm. that there's the yeah. realness in it and um i do remember 
sorry, the first time I said my first line to Jason, there was like this pause afterwards and we like had this moment where we like looked at each other and it was like, yeah, I'm going to go there. And he was like, all right, let's do it. And then after that, it was like take after take of me just like really going there with him. And it was really fun. Wow. Wow. I mean, you guys, you you seem to have, well, not only with you two, but with you and him, um, you guys all seem to have a great chemistry together. I do agree on that. Yeah, like this is like a friendship built this film. and Yeah. Yeah, it it was six years in the making. Like Really? He. Wow. Yeah, like Jason and I, like I'm his assistant and like we – like we just have gotten closer over the years and like I get to go to him and tell him like jokes that I'm thinking or like ideas that I'm thinking about and he does the same for me and we show each other like YouTube videos like I can sometimes I'll go to his house and I'll spend like an hour with him just on YouTube and we're just like saying like this is what I think is funny this is why I think it's funny and there's a there's an understanding about each other's um humor uh-huh. So and that that didn't happen overnight. That that took us, you know, to get comfortable with each other. As you know from a previous story from Rachel, <laughs> it's kind of hard for me to um, open up. So yes. it takes me a little bit of time. But uh-huh. eventually, he and I got to that point, and now we're we collaborate with each other a lot. And I like that you say that because there's one scene for me that when you're saying that that pops up for me is the scene where you two are in the car you definitely had to have that comfortability with each other where you're driving and he's in the passenger seat and he's all slouched down just on his phone and i thought that was so funny because here you are you're driving like being responsible almost like um I don't want to say a babysitter, but just like. <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. You can say babysitter. Yeah. yeah. That scene, actually, the car scenes are, are um, a lot of them have improvised moments in them. Uh-huh. And we, like, when we got into the car, we were on a process trailer, which I don't know if you know what it is. Yeah. It's like, the car is on the trailer, and then everybody is in front of you in the the um, window in front of you. It's sort of like sitting train car style facing the people who are being filmed. Right. And you, you're in this car and you're trapped in the car. It's just the two of you and you can't get out because you're moving. And so we would just go and like improvise as we were. And then we would like hit our lines. But then as we were moving to the next location, we would just like go and like a lot of it. So a lot of that stuff that you see in the car is improvised. And Jason's or Parker's whole like dream bit, total that was all one hundred talking. Wow. And I remember when there was a moment in the car when Rachel and I <laughs> got eye contact. When he wakes up and he says, um, "How long was I sleeping for?" and I say six, seven seconds. Yeah. Uh-huh. Rachel and I were had eye contact for that shot, and when I said it afterwards, I we. Both of us just died laughing, and then they had to cut. They obviously they had to cut that part out of it, but <laughs> it was like the funniest moment. And I could tell because so I mean, you were so serious. Oh, you like, were. You were good. Yes. I was just like, how is she keeping her composure? And then when I went further in and read, she's she's actually an assistant. And said, well, yeah, she has exposure, but there's two things to this. She's either had enough of this job that she's just like, this is the epiphany of my career. I am going to act this out and tell people, you know what? Don't be an assistant because this is what happens to you. You know, so you kind of <laughs> gathered you kind of gathered that it's like you're just you you're so good at it you were just i i just you know honestly i paid so much i mean i love jason and he's so talented in what he does and you know but in all honesty you stole that show and Mm -hmm. i couldn't keep my eyes off of just watching everything about you and how you delivered and And your composure yeah you were just you were just this was like the ultimate perfect role because it was so natural 
it it really was Thank you so and much. and honestly and i'll be honest i actually did not it didn't click to me now i had all the paperwork sent to me before i watched it but um it didn't really click to me until earlier this morning when um we were going through all the papers for today's show and it actually said that you were actually his assistant and i'm like wow that's pretty good which helped because it would if i would have known if i would have paid attention to that before watching it i probably would have had a different perspective yeah. on seeing it yeah. but the fact that i looked at it as you know what this is pure acting and mm -hmm. nothing that it's relatable but not by much so i have to commend you it, it was you did a fantastic job in um delivering that role and you guys as the director I have to say, you guys both, you put even back and forth with each other. I'm sure you, you kind of directed it both, I guess, and you had your opinion, she had hers, and blah, blah, blah. But um, the delivering of it was so good. It, it was, I want more. I mean, you guys really <laughs> should turn this into a series. I, it really, you should, because you define. Well, you're going to get more. You're yes. Gonna yes. Get more <laughs> we're actually at the end get it. We're um, going to do a feature. Oh, that's that's... A, a, a kind of expanding this story in yeah. feature length. Oh, I love that. Ready to go. I yeah, love that. That is just great. Yeah. It's yeah. it's a good it's it it gives the best definition of what it's like because you know well I mean you guys have such a great relationship with Jason I guess but you know at some point you'll have to deliver in what we kind of experience the assholes in the business you know because there again we won't let our assistant watch it because we don't <laughs> want to give her ideas yeah. but um you no! know. yeah you have to because she's not understand she's gonna be like oh my gosh oh you know what my language she probably will she probably will but she would be that kind of person that would no, I wouldn't say, well, yeah, she would be that kind of person that would sit there and say, you know, when I've had enough of you, uh, you won't find a dead body on your bed. You will be the dead body on the bed. Um, <laughs> oh, <you know. laughs> okay. Wow. So, Ooh, you know. I it, love an assistant that the boss is a little scared of. Yeah. Oh, gosh. She us. is fantastic. She's amazing. And, and, you know, what's even better about it is her husband works for us, too. So, yeah. you can't really be an ass to her. The only, because her husband is sitting next to you doing other stuff um you know but uh they're they're great individuals yes. and she is so phenomenal she's right on top of it i yes. mean we we did an interview right now we're promoting a film for ourselves and we had had an interview from a station from nbc that was calling us and so they were interviewing us so it was a little different for us but um we we, we said a name and we couldn't think of it we couldn't figure out what yeah. that name was yeah and she runs into the studio and she's showing me her phone i'm like i can't read that i can't read that <laughs> and you know you can't say oh. it on the microphone i'm like you need to increase it i can't read that yeah. so she was really really good yes, and she, she's yes. on top of it so uh, you know i i give that yeah she does oh yeah she does and there's a lot of things we didn't realize how important an assistant is until we had so much scheduling to do and i couldn't mm -hmm. i couldn't do it myself and as much as i try yeah. i just couldn't and i go i you have to do this i can't i'm missing stuff and you know you it's, it's yeah. you guys are extremely important i mean very important so i think that's like also a, a big misconception is that it's hard for people to get over is like, and, and I think it's a, a block for how assistants can value their own work and their own time is like, yeah, you can't, you can't, you could schedule it. You're capable of it. It's uh -huh. not like paying someone to work on your car where like, I don't yeah. know what, how to do it. And we, it's like, you could do it, but it's, but you're not. Yeah. But it's so much easier if someone else's and it is a whole skill set to be able to manage someone's life on yeah. top of your own. Yeah. And, and it is. Um, and she's got all, believe it or it not. Gets, <laughs> The poor deal, poor dear. She, uh, all of her kids. She's got what? They got what? Five, six kids, and they're all grown. But the pandemic, of course, hurt everybody, and so all six of her kids, are, uh, or how many she has, with their own kids. Also working for you? No, 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 they can't be on my payroll. But they're all they all moved <laughs> home. Kidding. 
No, 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 no. no. no uh, trust, trust me. They, we, we talked about it, but uh, didn't work. But uh, they all live at home with her. So not only does she have to deal with us, but she has to go home and deal with her own grown kids, with her own grandkids, wow. all wow. living in the house together. So it's just so it's like, kind of wow. like when they see wow. us, it's or she sees us. She it's must a, be a fresh, very organized person. Oh yes. gosh, she is. Yes. She is. She yeah. get she gets mm-hmm. on to us all the time. She goes, "Why didn't you do this correctly?" And it's like, "I didn't have time. That's what you were for. That's what you're on the payroll for." <laughs> Here, go ahead and redo it. <laughs> I I feel like she's like this like old timey like sassy diner waitress. Yeah, that's oh. the vibe. I I need more of that energy in my. I wish I could walk in a room with that energy. Yeah, I show oh. up and I'm like, I'm so sorry, I'm here. <laughs> You know what? You 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 hit it right yep. on the dot. You know she goes because yesterday this is the first time that that we've actually came in interaction with each other because I'd been sick for over a month or so. But um, she oh. they came in yesterday um, to do right? some work. I am I unfortunately caught COVID, vaccinated and caught COVID, uh. and so that I had to take a little bit of a vacation for about two months. Um, you know, and I'm still, wow, my hard. voice is still have, my voice still hasn't come back. I got everything else back, but my voice. So, um, that's the only thing that's lingering. And of course I'm still tired all the time, but, um, but it, that little mermaid syndrome. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, you know what? COVID kicks your ass. I'm telling you it, I can't say that enough. It, you just don't want it, whatever it takes. You just don't want it. And it was horrible, but, um, it was great because I needed her to work at home and I needed her to work with the publicists. I needed her to work with the agents and managers and say, look, you, Chris can't do this. He's not well, he blah, blah, blah. And it helps so much. But, but yesterday this was the first day that we actually saw face to face Uh for two months and she walks in the house and she goes, I can't believe I'm saying this, but it's so good to see your voice, your face, you know? Yeah. So, you know, we do, we do, we, you know, I, I always say the best assistant relationship is when you can argue and come back to each other. Yes. That's the best relationship to have. Mm -hmm. And we do, we definitely do that. But, you know, again, let it for, first of all, tell everybody where we can find this, this great film, because I do want to promote it and get, let everybody get this great experience. Oh, you can watch it on Argo, which is a super cool uh, curator of short films. They have films from all over the world, and they're a streaming platform. Um, And they have been so amazing to work with on this, and they're so supportive. They really do prioritize, like, giving back to the filmmakers and and really highlighting the crew on all these films and, and the people who poured themselves into it. So you can check it out on Argo. I believe it's at at watch argo yes watch dot argo on instagram um and you can get a free trial and and check out our film perfect well we're definitely other cool films on their site oh yeah we're definitely Mm -hmm. gonna put a link on our website and yes you know and i i'm i'm gonna hold you to that there's gonna be more to this story to see because uh i i really want to see more of it yes and if you if you ever need guidance on asshole bosses just let me know (laughs) Just let me know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just let me know. We're going to get a drink with you guys, too. Yes. We have to have a drink. Yes. yes. I want to promote one more thing. I'm also coming out with, you know who Tammy Brown is? I do. I, I, From uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, yes. yes. I knew that name sounded familiar. That's why I was like, I do, but I can't. Yeah. Yes. I, I head wrote and am starring in a TV show with her called The Browns, and it comes out in Out TV um, next month. Oh, wow. That is awesome. That, that's yeah. awesome. So funny, you guys. I've seen this. So you got to watch it. Go for oh, I, your friend's brain their creation, and it is so good. Oh, I totally, we totally will. Yes. We, we love anything that revolves around that. I mean, it's so funny. I mean, I'm sure you guys watch RuPaul Drag Race. Um, but, uh, yeah. yes, we watch that endlessly and, uh, we, uh, we have to thank Eureka because, yes. uh, Eureka got us into, Ooh. um, uh, American Horror Story. We <laughs> yeah. never watched it. Uh, and, then, and then when we found out she was in the, the current season, 
we were like, oh, well, let's go check it out. So she got us addicted to it. So it's so we have to thank her for actually doing that because I'm sure Ryan Murphy is appreciating that really well. But um, yeah, and, but, and the Browns and got Tammy Brown. It's got um, Katya. Uh, Kelly Mantle is in it. Wow. And we've got, got a, bunch of, a, bunch of, a bunch of RuPaul alums. Wow. I'm going to watch it. Definitely. Okay. When does that come out again? Um, the beginning of November. I can also send you all the information. That. Yeah, yes, please. please do, because we would love to, again, promote that as well. So, you know, we can always have you back whenever that show comes around to promote that. So that would be awesome. Yeah, please. Yeah. Well, ladies, thank you so much for being on our show. This has been so much fun. I can't wait to talk to you guys again, have you on the show, mm -hmm. see more of your work, and, and just hang out with you. I mean, I can't wait for that. November just can't come soon enough, you know? So, thank yes, you. Perfect. Yes. Later. How much fun was that? Another great episode. Yes. We want to thank Paige and Rachel for coming on our show, and of course, giving us another wonderful episode of What About Our Life with Chris and Will. Bad assistant streams on Argo and is totally worth your time. But you know, you can follow our journey as well. Yes. Go to our official website at chrisandwill.com. Instagram at Chris.Ann.Will and Facebook under The Real Prince Charmings. Keep checking us out with all of our great interviews, events, and productions coming up. And we do want to thank all of you for joining us and keeping us going. We truly love you guys. Thank you. Be sure to take care of yourself and always remember we love you, we thank you, and remember to love yourself and the world will love you in return. But for now, you guys, we gotta go. Bye! Bye! Today's episode was a Chris Will production broadcasted on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google, Apple, Amazon Music, and other podcast media platforms. Show hosts Christopher L. Ante and William Ante. Show guests Paige Clone and Rachel Foreman. Chris Will show assistant Ginger Lutz Ross. Chris Will show creative consultant Tony Ross. Show production manager Janet Dickinson Menard. Show introduction voiceover Tony Ross. Recorded at the Chris Will Studios in Celebration, Florida. Produced by Chris Will, a Cali, New York company. Copyright Chris Will, all rights reserved. Official website, chrisandwill.com. Produced October 2021.